due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. 20 seconds to comply. I'm gonna give you to the count of 10. Sorry, didn't mean to frighten anyone. You're a bit late for that! All right, Johnny, I'm sorry. I think you'd better do what he says, Mr. Kenny. It, it, the, it, flame, flames, flames. On the side of my face. Welcome to the A-Sides, motherfucker. We gotta say everything like Rob Zombie would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> I think I just spit when I did that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good vocal performance. Sometimes it just requires spitting everywhere. So, hey, welcome back to another episode of A-Sides. Here we are just, you know, gathering together <laughs> with some beers and drinks and white zombie All sorts of stuff. Shit. All things wh- white zombie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Should I say everything like that? Yeah. Hey, Andy. That's going to be hard. So, hey, <laughs> what's going on? How you doing? I'm doing awesome, man. I feel like I was struck by a bolt of lightning this week. By listening to this music, you mean? or? Yeah, yeah, and just kind of life in general, too. But, yeah, like I've almost... Also feel like, uh, like nostalgic, almost like a teenager again. Listening to this music all week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. I mean, I go back and listen to you know these two albums in particular uh, fairly often, and I'd say Astro Creep two thousands definitely like a regular rotation. Like that's just, I don't know. That album was so fucking good. When it came out, and it still holds up so well today. Like, it's just like, shit, man. And I don't know about you, but, like, I like the Rob Zombie solo stuff, but at the end of the day, I don't feel like he needed to even release anything after Astro Creep 2000. Even though I like stuff yeah. on Hellbilly Deluxe and some of the other ones, you know. And actually, I know, I think you wanted to talk about the new one a little bit. And I didn't really go back and listen to that one again. I listened to it when it first came out, but... Um, I don't know. I think that that one at least is a little different. Like, I think it's the first time in a long time where he's put an album out where there's actually like interesting moments and it doesn't just sound like the same recycled shit. That's kind of what I feel like too. Cause, um, I was even, uh, trying to remember a couple of the titles. It seems like, I guess his, his last two albums before, uh, this one, I think, what is even the title of it? Like the uh, Kool-Aid Lunar uh, Kool-Aid Injection thing? And I think... I, yeah, I didn't buy that one. His last couple albums before this like new one from this year, they seem like the same thing. It's just these random words like thrown together in like you know how they did something on South Park where they were trying to they tried to like do that where they were coming up with like episode titles and it was just wasn't it some dolphin that was just picking like random I don't even know I haven't seen South Park in so long I haven't either and I was trying to remember back to it uh but um it just seems like every single title is long like nonsense just to be nonsense and some of the songs kind of uh, we're just kind of nonsense, but at least this new one, 
it seemed like there was more meat to the songs. Yeah. Was, like, they were actually songs instead right. of just... Because I was trying to think of the title, and, like, one of them was, like, the satanic orgy thing. I think that was the one before this one. The satanic, like, a warlock orgy, and then there's, like, five other words in the title that I'm even forgetting. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't even I remember know. one before that. I couldn't even remember the title. I had to look it up. It was like Rap Regeneration Vendor. Oh, uh, okay. That's the remember. last one I bought. Yeah, because I actually remembered this, too. I have some weird, weird memory for random knowledge, and I think you said you actually bought that, and you put it in, because uh, I think Skyla was still a teenager then, and you put it in, like, right away, and the first track is, like, a teenage Nosferatu pussy, and you said you had to, like, totally skip past that, because you're like, oh, Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, okay. 14. Yeah, I don't remember how old she was, but it was definitely, yeah. It was like awkward dad moment. I mean, she's an adult now, and I still probably wouldn't feel right blaring that song with her in the car. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty weird. Yeah, so long story longer, yeah, it just seems like this was more concise Nosferatu pussy, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah. What a... Oh, my God. He just throws out, like, random shit, I think. Yeah, just to In be... this day and age, like, how do you get away with saying teenage, putting teenage at the beginning yeah. of that? Like, that's kind of creepy. Like, people still give Kip Winger shit for 17, yeah. you know? So yeah. why would you do that? I guess Misfits, Teenagers from Mars or something, but... but Those yeah. were different times. Yeah. Andy, that was... Yeah. Yeah. That was pre-cancel culture. Oh, uh, well, and what actually... Like, what was your introduction to, like, Rob Zombie or, or like, White Zombie? I was trying to actually think of that because I would say, I think, it's one of two things. I'm thinking, I remember seeing uh, Thunderkiss 65, the video, on Headbangers Ball. Oh, shit. And I think I remember seeing it on, like, Beavis and Butthead, too. (laughs) But then I also remember the... Uh, Airheads soundtrack, the whole Feed the Gods thing. And I'm really just kind of drawn a blank. Like, it's all, that was all so long ago. and was So I don't remember yeah. which was first. I think, I feel like I saw the video for Thunderkiss 65 before that. I mean, obviously that came out before that, but that doesn't like, mean if I... If you're saying Thunderkiss, that's like 30 years ago almost. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not saying that I saw that like right when, I mean, I don't know. I didn't have uh, Les Exorcisto when it first came out. I got it after Astro Creep 2000. But I do remember, it seemed like this was out for quite a while, Les Exorcisto, hmm. Devil Music Volume 1. <laughs> it seems like it was out for a while before Astro Creep 2000, but maybe I just feel that way because... I think there's like a three-year gap. Yeah. Between, because I think that one, like I looked it up and like Astro Creep was like 95. Yeah. So I don't know. Now that I think about it, like why would there have been that big of a gap? But because they had a lot pre Les Exorcisto, they had like a lot of those like EPs and stuff when they were just like a New York scene, like kind of like an art rock thing, like whatever the hell you want to call them. I don't know. Like that stuff is so different and each record is so different. Some of it's definitely more like. Kind of trippy, and some of it's kind of punk rock, and yeah, some reminiscent of, it's kind of hard to get into. I feel like too. Yeah, yeah, that's why I bought this box set because I had heard like those records and stuff a long time ago, and I remember not really liking them. But there is some stuff on it that's cool, like 
I mean, really, all this is is just a collection of the early albums, but um, I'm trying to think of the one that I actually kind of dig. Might have to pull it out and look at it, but fuck it. No one wants to listen to me flip through pages. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, I, I can remember, like, Les Exorcisto always being, like, in the record store, and I'm pretty young at the time and kind of, like, freaked out by it, like, ah, it's called devil music. <laughs> And then, you know, you got, like, these big-titted cartoon chicks with, like, a evil demon-looking thing, and I'm kind of <laughs> freaked you out, but then, you like, you couldn't not look at it every single root time. 666. Yeah. It's like, I couldn't not look at it every yeah. time. I don't know. When you're young, like, I don't know, the whole satanic thing, like, it's just kind of like, you think it's real. I mean, like, you think it's evil actually music. evil. Yeah. And so that's kind of funny because then, like, I remember Astro Creep 2000 coming out, and I'm in, like, eighth grade, and, yeah, yeah, I think it came out, like, towards the end of my eighth grade year, and I remember uh, borrowing it from somebody that had it, and I was, like, felt like I was going to get in trouble for owning it, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't (laughs) own it, I mean, I borrowed it, but I was, like, worried my parents would find it and, like, throw it away, like, what's this trash? And because all the artwork inside and stuff's yeah. like all kind of fucked up, you know. All of so, Rob Zombie's artwork is like so like bizarre, but it's kind of cool. Like, yeah, well, it's like super crude and yeah. Like I, I doodle know. stuff all the time, but it's like I can't really come up with my own shit. Like I just like look at like comic books and draw stuff. But was, you don't draw clowns with socks on their cocks. No, like it would just be <laughs> weird if I tried to draw something like that. But it works for him. It works for him, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like if you did, like, draw stuff like that, people would just be like, God, you're a fucking freak, man, <laughs> you know? I was like, I was the kid in school that drew weird shit, not like that, but, and people would kind of be like, what the fuck, man, what's wrong with you? It's like, I don't know, I'm just creative and weird, <laughs> you know? Nobody sees it that way when you're a kid, though, they think something's fucking wrong with you and you need to go to a shrink, but, but I didn't go to a shrink and I'm fine now. <laughs> Yeah. So fuck you, you bunch of punk ass kids. <laughs> yeah. From my childhood. That's why I got into metal. Yeah, you motherfuckers. Yeah, so it's not that interesting of a, you know, backstory. I don't know if you have something that's better than that. Not really, but I kind of feel like though, um, I got into them um, like late, I guess. Because uh, when I was getting into White Zombie and Rob Zombie was about the time where I guess he was going solo with, like, Hell uh, Hellbilly Deluxe. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of went backwards because that's when I was kind of buying, like, I was first starting to buy stuff from co-op. So I was buying, like, soundtracks and stuff. And I remember coming across uh, the Beavis and Butthead stuff. And then uh, the Crow 2 soundtrack had that I'm Your Boogeyman on there. Mm-hmm. So I was, like... Man, I was like really like digging like Astro Creep and like dove into that and stuff, but it's like I guess I didn't realize at the time he was beyond White Zombie and I guess was doing his own thing already. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so out of all the, the bands joke. that we talk about on here, you know, like we talked about Cheap Trick and I didn't get into them until I was like 30. I didn't get into Megadeth until my 20s. Like this is one band like that I realized we're talking about that even though I came a little bit late outside of White Zombie when they kind of broke up, I was still it's something I listened to when I was a teenager. Right. Right on. 
So it's yeah. got kind of that kind of like, I've got like more of a connection to it, I guess, than like Cheap Trick. Here's something I was going to ask too. Mm-hmm. Like before we get into the albums, have you ever seen White Zombie live, or did you ever see like Rob Zombie? When I he's missed the through? boat on White Zombie, and uh, I have seen Rob Zombie live twice. Yeah. I saw him with it was that when Hellbilly Deluxe came out with Corn on the Follow the Leader tour. Was that like Madison, or was it like it the was arena? at the Moline thing? Oh, okay. The Mark of the Quad or whatever. Yeah, where Slayer was. I don't know what it's called now. Maybe still the same thing, but it's the Tax Slayer Center. Yeah, that's what it was. That's right. Yeah, because we. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so and then I saw Rob Zombie. I think it was on the tour for the second record he played down in Sunnyland there at that East Peoria Convention Center thing. Oh, I remember that show, and I'm. It was his third record that educated horses because that's when John Five was in the band. Yep. And, like, I really like that record, and I still really like it. And I wanted to go to that so badly. I don't know why I didn't. But they were even doing something with the uh, X, because it was still 99X at the time. Right. And they were doing something where Bayhan had some contest where if you dressed up like Rob Zombie, I think, like, you could, like, win a chance, like, out of all the people that dressed up, you could have, like, dinner with him and, like... And meet the band, and I'm like, fuck, can I tag along or something? And I think I was pissed off that I wasn't able to tag along, so I'm like, I don't even want to fucking go to this show then. I think I had a bad <laughs> attitude or something. Well, it was a cool show. I dug it. Um, if I remember right, it was Lacuna Coil opened. Yeah, because I wanted to see them too. Yeah, I ended up seeing them later. Yeah. But... Yeah, I don't really rem- I mean, I vaguely remember their set. I remember them doing that Depeche Mode cover, and I thought that was cool because I had never heard them. Enjoy the silence. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, hey. yeah. <laughs> and Christina Scabby is, you know, kind of hot. <laughs> At least she looked hot from a distance. I haven't really kept up on her hotness, you know. Yeah. But I, don't know I used to listen to like them a lot back in that era, too, like the early mid 2000s. Back in the day. But yeah, I wish I would have saw uh, White Zombie. I think they played Peoria one time. I'm almost thinking they played with Pantera. And that was like a show that, you know, I should have gone to and didn't, but yeah. whatever. Here's something where I'm still kind of kicking myself every once in a while, like five years later. Uh, like, I don't know if you've heard of Riot Fest, because Dustin mm-hmm. would go to that all the time. And yeah, that's where he saw Motorhead, because he still played that. Lemmy still played that, even though he didn't play the uh, St. Louis uh, show, I think. Or He ended up playing St. Louis. Oh, yeah, he did. He up, it, was like, it was like canceled all yeah. that until that show. Yeah. That's right. So see, it's still like... It's like five years ago, so my memory's a little bit foggy on that. But I do remember this. I went to Riot Fest in 2016 because uh, a friend of mine that lives out of state, he always went to Riot Fest, and I thought, hey, this is a good way for us to meet up. Right. So I went up on a Friday and saw Jimmy Eat World and hung out with him. Well, that same weekend on Sunday, they had a Misfits reunion with uh, Doyle and Jerry Only and Danzig, and that Sunday... Rob Zombie's band was going to play all of Astro Creep in its entirety. And I really, really, really wanted to go, but I was like, I don't have the money to get a weekend pass. And it's like, I felt like my friend wasn't as into uh, the Friday lineup. So I thought, well, that's better if we got a chance to hang out because we're right. not really totally as into the band. So we can kind of hang out. 
and I think I had so much going on. I'm like, I wish I would have just went to Sundays anyways. Yeah, I remember that because I wanted to go yeah. for a lot of reasons, but I didn't. So here we are. Yeah. <laughs> here we are. Yeah, well, no, that would have been cool yeah. seeing Astro Creep in its entirety because I don't know. I don't know if he did anything else. Did he just play the record straight through and that was it? Or was there like an encore with some other shit? I think it's just the record straight through because like some of those Riot Fest things, that's their thing. They'll bring a band in and just have them do like an album. Right. And uh, I think maybe I was like, I really want to see the Misfits, but like I don't like know how Danzig is live if he's really yeah. like that good live i've never seen him but i've always wanted to and i was like i don't know if i want to like see him live and he sucks yeah and then ruin it because I, I really like Dokken. like i've got like a guilty pleasure for Dokken, but i saw him live and he sucked so i'm like i don't want to ruin that <laughs> yeah i've seen Dokken a couple times and only because they were on the bill with other people i didn't I'm not a Dawkin fan. I'm kind of with uh, Jim on that one. So never have been. I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't mind. There's some stuff that I don't mind. Like I kind of enjoy hearing Dream Warriors every once in a while, yeah. just because it was on the Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, Part Three uh, soundtrack. But uh, it's just that's kind of. Wouldn't even call it a guilty pleasure because it's not like I drive around in my car and listen to it. Oh. But sometimes I hear it and go, ah, fuck, that's, you know. <laughs> Just because it reminds me of that movie. And I remember renting that VHS, and at the, after the credits, the music video yeah. was on there and stuff. But, yeah, I've never been, like, a huge Dawkins fan. But the Danzig with the Misfits thing, they played at Rosemont, and then it was Venom, Inc. Oh, that's right. They did do, like, a big, like, arena show, too. Yeah. And what was that, like, two years ago? And I wanted to go, and then I fucking just... I don't remember why, but I just didn't. Had some excuse, whatever the hell it was, I don't even remember. But um, I'd said something to Jason about going. He's like, well, I might go, you know, if you get tickets, just let me know, blah, blah, blah. And then I just didn't. And then I saw videos from it, it was like, fuck. It looked really fucking badass. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like the show, the stage and everything was really fucking cool looking. And, and I like Venom. And so, like, Venom Inc. is, like, you know, one of the dudes from Venom, like, doing kind of his own thing, which I kind of always hate when bands kind of do that. Yeah. Kind of like the new, uh, who was it I saw is doing something like that, too? Um, ah, shit. I'm totally drawing a blank. Because Brian, like, texted me the video, and it was, like, fucking terrible. Um, oh. Yeah, it was uh, K.K. Downing's Priest or whatever. Have oh, yeah, K.K.'s that? Priest. I've heard about it. I haven't seen it. Is that anything. what it's just called, K.K.'s Priest or yeah. something like that? And what's his name? Uh, Jesus. Ripper is Oh, he singing. got Ripper singing? Yeah. <laughs> God, that sounds like something like Bobby Blotzer's Rat and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and it's, it's like bad. A... <laughs> it's like, dude, we'll have to look it up after this. But, like, the video, the music video is so fucking cheesy. And it's just a stupid fucking song. I'm like, but the thing that sucks is, or I shouldn't say it sucks. It sucks that it's a, that it's wasted on this terrible song. But like his fucking playing is killer. Like he tears it up, <laughs> like, you know, like he's still got, he still has his fucking chops. So there was no denying that. Cause you kind of listen to it and go, guys, too bad. The song's a piece of shit. <laughs> And the lyrics are fucking terrible because his goddamn guitar playing in spots is just like, holy shit. But 
Yeah. It's funny shit. I don't know why that exists. I don't know why he yeah. thinks that's a good idea. If you want to start a new band, go start a new band. Like, don't try to, like, use, like, that's so shameless. Yeah. Calling it that. Like, KK's. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck is that, man? So. Man, all those bands are kind of like that. Those 80s groups, they kind of broke up, and then it wasn't there, like, a, a queen strike. Or whatever, but then there was like Operation Mindcrime. That's like oh, Jeff Tate's yeah. band. So they have all they have these splinter bands. What do you think stuff. of this? You know you've made it when you're stirring your Bloody Mary with cocktail shrimp. <laughs> I, I thought that was cocktail shrimp, but I was like, is that like an ice cube that like forms shaped <laughs> shaped like a shrimp? That'd be <laughs> fucking cool, actually. You know what I need? I need like some of those molds. Because I've got some that make like the big ice balls so they don't melt as fast for like whiskey and stuff. You need to make one that makes like a big pentagram. <laughs> That'd be cool. Like a big like ball with like a pentagram on it and stuff, you know? You could listen to your fucking Slayer and Venom and drink whiskey with your pentagram ice ball. <laughs> I'm being serious. You're laughing. I'm fucking dead serious. No, man, I think it's cool because then I started thinking about how I said something to you one time. How there's always those throw pillows with like inspirational phrases or people got inspirational phrases on their wall, like wall art. I was uh, like, we should have stuff where it's like like calligraphy, but it's like satanic lyrics on a throw pillow. And you said, fuck like a beast on a throw fuck pillow. Fuck like a beast. <laughs> that, yeah, that'd be a good idea. We should just come out with our own, <clears throat> our own A-sides line of whatever the fucks. <laughs> yeah, whatever the fucks. All right, so man, is you... it weird that Rob Zombie's got his wife half naked on everything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, it is kind of. I don't know why I just thought of that. So were they? They've been together since back in the White Zombie days, probably. I think. Early... And I'm trying to remember. Was she the chick in? Was she like the go-go dancer in the Thunder Kiss '65 video? Well, she's right here on this. She's at least, yeah, the living dead girl girl. Right. Yeah, I remember her being in all that stuff. Yeah. So She's in all his movies and stuff. Yeah, which is kind of annoying. Like when he did yeah. the Halloween sequel and then wrote this part in where she comes back to life. As yeah. Like, or not, she doesn't come back to life, but it's like, she's like a ghost. Yeah, it's like the visions of the Visiting of the him. Yeah. yeah. So stupid. So fucking stupid. I need to watch that one again. You don't. Oh. <laughs> no, it's terrible. It's a fucking piece of shit. I remember being so mad. Well, I remember wanting to go see it. Like, the first one bugged me. The first one bugged me because I didn't like the backstory. I thought everything beyond the backstory was really good. Yeah. But I had a hard time accepting, like, the whole, oh, Michael Myers is a product of his environment. You know, like, the abusive stepdad and shit and, like... See, it's kind of the same thing, I think, with the Star Wars prequels. They almost pull back the curtain too much, but it's kind of cool right. to just leave a bad guy being a bad guy, and right. you don't know like he's why. he's evil, and you don't know why. Yeah. It took away the whole mystique of the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Way to go, Rob. So, I already had my issues with the first one, but I thought the second half of the movie, where it kind of just turns into like a modern update of the original, I actually kind of dug it, and it had. I thought the ending was pretty badass. Where yeah. she's just like screaming and freaking out, shoots him in the face or whatever, you know? Like when she's <laughs> on top of him at the very end. I thought, well, that's kind of cool. But then like the second one was just so bad. And I remember somebody telling me like, man, I just went and saw the new Halloween movie. I'm like, oh yeah, how was it? 
fucking piece of shit. Don't even go huh. fucking see it. And I just was like discouraged, and I didn't even end up going to the theater to see it. And then I rented it, and I was like, oh, my God, this is fucking horrible. Huh. Like, people weren't exaggerating. It's really that bad of a movie. Because I remember seeing it, what, like 10 years ago now or more. I or think when it, it came was out in like 09. Was it 09? Pro- wow, 12 years ago. Yeah, I remember seeing it in the theater, and I haven't seen it since then. But I thought at the time it was kind of cool how they basically did the first or the original Halloween 2 with the hospital and stuff all and in was the first 10 minutes. Yeah. And then it went off and did its own thing. So I at least, I at least appreciated he did his own thing with it. Right. But I can't remember if it was actually good or not, and you're not saying good. that wasn't good, so... All the stuff like, with... Maybe I should just kind of just All the stuff with his memory. wife, it was like, why did you... Like, he obviously wrote that whole thing in to the script just to give her something to do. Yeah. And it's like, well, that was a terrible idea. But I like... She's his muse or something, uh, so he's got to use her. I guess. Kind of like uh, Tim Burton and that Helena Bonham Carter. They were together, so he always had to use right. her in his movies. Or wasn't there like a blonde chick he was with before her? So he had to like throw her in all his movies, too. Hmm. I don't know, maybe it's the same kind of scenario. Well, he needs to man up and just, you know, show her who wears the pants in that relationship. <laughs> Listen, bitch, I'm making a new movie, and you're not going to be in it. And if you don't like it, then just go fucking make me a sandwich. (laughs) All right, I'm joking, I'm joking. No one needs to talk to their wife that way. I don't. My wife would punch me in the fucking face. That's why why I like to talk shit like that. Like, I actually actually wear the pants in my relationship. (laughs) So what do you think about... The uh, La Sexorcisto Devil Music Sexorcisto. All right, my take on this album. I really love the giant boobs on these chicks on the back of this record. (laughs) (laughs) I think that Rob did a great job drawing them. You know, I feel like they're going to actually poke me in the eye. Um, In all seriousness, this was one where I think after... Uh, Astro Creep came out and it was so fucking good and so big sounding like going back to Les Exorcisto at first I wasn't as into yeah. but um, it grew on me over time to where now I really dig it you know like it's just more raw and I think that at the time I didn't appreciate it as much for what it was but over time it grew on me more and more because it kind of just used to be like okay <clears throat> I'd put it on, and, you know, the opening track is great, and you get to, you know, Black Sunshine, and then I kind of was, like, over it after that. You know what I mean? Like, the first few songs were kind of the hits for me, and then I didn't give probably the, like, second half of the record as much of a chance until years later, you know, whereas Astro Creep just front to back man it was like so fucking good but even like i mean i guess even with astro creep the second half of that album took me a little bit of time but not like years later obviously but you know because that starts off so fucking good like everything in the first half of that album's like a hit and then the big the funny thing is like probably the only reason i gave the second half of the record such a chance was because more human than human, the biggest hit is like all the way on the fucking back half of the yeah. record, you know? So, 
don't know. Um, I kind of got off topic and went from one record to another, but no, nah. but no, I mean it's more of like a raw kind of rock and roll, a little bit more of a punk thing, you know, or uh, you know, it's just a little bit, a little bit more raw rock versus you know Astro Creep being kind of like slicker. And bigger sounding and heavier. And That's exactly what I was thinking stuff. too. When you put them back to back, you kind of notice the differences. They're similar, but they're kind of not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Rob Zombie's voice is about the only thing that seems consistent from one thing to the other in a way. Like, you Or know, the movie samples, the weird yeah, dialogue yeah. stuff. Yeah, which I really like that about their stuff, especially, you know, these albums. Like, there's just... All these oddball samples yeah. that kind of come in and out that kind of tie the whole thing together and make it feel like a, a record, yeah. you know. I think that's what drew, like really drew me into Rob Zombie stuff, whether it was White Zombie or Solo stuff. That's what drew me in, is you'd get some weird little creepy movie dialogue, and then it would just boom, like some like blazing like guitar thing like right after that. It's like every song has the same kind of structure. Right. So it's even more apparent listening to both albums back to back and then going to some of his solo stuff. It's like he's got the same kind of template or something for every single song. So that's kind of what drew me in and what still kind of uh, keeps me coming back, I guess. Like, what's he going to use for some weird movie uh, right. clip? Well, yeah, and it's all like sci-fi and horror-based, yeah. you know. Everything was kind of made to feel like a an old, you know... 1950s yeah. horror movie or something like it just almost takes you back in time at moments. Not that I was alive. I don't in the 50s, try anything. But I just do it, and then it's like, bam, 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 bam. want to try me or whatever yeah. it says. <laughs> <laughs> or I like the one. I forget what song it is now, but I even wrote it down or whatever. This little thing where it's like I know that this is clearly from some 60s Batman thing because it's like, meanwhile, back at the Batcave or something. You know, at some song, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, there's probably tons of like quotable shit. Like I should have sat down with a notebook and yeah, I think some of them are like listen to like it. Night of the Living Dead or something, where it's got yeah. that little radio broadcast and then it oh, goes yeah. into the into the song. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what one that was on. I don't know. Yeah, it might be like Cosmic Monsters. Or <clears throat> there's so many. Something. So were we gonna we were gonna rank our top five? That was our last minute idea. Like. Fuck it, we'll just do top five songs. Yeah. It would have been hard to really go beyond that, I think, yeah. because there's only two two real, real big albums. Records. Yeah. But uh, so are we done talking <laughs> about the albums though? Or oh, I guess I don't we, know. Can, we can kind of no, mix I mean, it in yeah, with the I, songs. Yeah, I figured once we start talking about the songs, we'd go yeah. off on fucking tangents about the albums yeah. and stuff. So it, yeah, yeah, like I clearly do have like I kind of the same way as you, I guess. In that Astro Creep is so, like, I feel like that talking about that album is, like, so hard to top. Uh, even whether it's his solo um, records or whatever he's done. All right. That album, I even wrote it down and I looked it up, I think. And it was like, that album was produced by that Terry Date. And I think he produced some Deftone stuff, some Pantera stuff. And it's like, I feel like. That album is like so strong. Like the s- songwriting is better. Maybe the samples are better. It's more like 
I don't know, dancey or something. Right. It's got like all these elements that he would use later, but it's all in that album. And it's like and I've never man. understood why he says that. He always says that uh, White Zombie will never reunite. I don't really know why. Yeah. I guess maybe I should have looked into that before I brought it up, and then you know I could have had a story to yeah. tell about. Yeah, he said that they'll never reunite because blah blah blah. But instead, I just said all of that that. Basically holds no information for anyone. Uh, maybe he doesn't get along with some of those people. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. But it's just funny to me because it's like, well, what does he just think? Like, they're not good enough of a band? I mean, yeah. he's, like, as far as being a musician and a vocalist, he's the weakest link. Yeah, like, yeah you know I was going to say, he's kind of like, limited a little yeah, bit. Like, yeah, like, okay, he's the visionary and writes yeah. the songs and lyrics and whatever. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I was watching a uh, video. It was uh, on YouTube from 96. It was, like, on MTV of them playing somewhere yeah. back when the when Astro Creep came out. And it sounded cool, you know. It was actually a really cool uh, concert video, but and it was pro shot and everything. And I didn't know it existed, yeah. but he sounded like, you know... Shit, like yeah. he's the one that doesn't sound good live. So it's like, well... I just thought of something, though. Sorry, while you, uh, you were saying that, you know how we were saying, like, what's the deal with his wife, Sherry? Yeah. Wasn't it when they were doing White Zombie, his girlfriend was the bass player that Sean... Oh, uh, was she? I didn't know I think dated. that was his girlfriend at the time, and then he hooked up with her. So maybe that's why they wouldn't get back together, because there's, like, some... I don't know, know. If you have a relationship with somebody in your band... I dude, I'll be honest with you. I had no idea that he was ever dating the bass player. I mean, I think so. I mean, I guess it makes sense, but I don't know. Don't it's fuck w- people in your band. And then, it's you weird know? how too. Like speaking of that, like like some of those rock bands, the bass player. If you're gonna have a girl in your band, it's always a chick that's playing the bass, like Smashing Pumpkins. Right. And you got Darcy. She's the bass player. And then even when they had another bass player, they had that Melissa Oftermar, or however you pronounce her name, she was a female bass player. And I think later on he had another girl in the band that played bass when he was like kind of doing something with Jimmy Chamberlain. I would have and a female bass player, but, you know. Zwan in a perfect circle had that same girl. I can't think of her name now. But yeah, drawn a blank. Yeah, like it's always a female bass player. It's weird. I don't know if it's a stereotype or something. Yeah, I don't know don't know yeah so what if we're gonna rank songs what is your number five all right white sound ranking the ranking begins <clears throat> so yeah i mean i'm glad we came up with this at the last minute so that i didn't have time to fuck around and change it but i don't even know if i would have because i still kind of changed that scroll there's not up. a lot really yeah. to choose from so my number five and i picked this one because I felt like I don't, there's probably other songs that I like just as much, if not more, that didn't make my list. But I really like this song, and I kind of mentioned it before because it's kind of one of the earliest memories of me hearing White Zombie mm-hmm. and seeing them. And I remember the music video for it and everything. And... Also, it just was funny because it kind of dawned on me thinking about it that if you were going to write a song and you were kind of like trying to sound like White Zombie, like you just, let's say that 
I just decided, hey, I'm going to go like make this parody song and try to sound like yeah. White Zombie. This song almost has all those elements that you would steal from, you know, to, to create this song. <laughs> and so the song Feed the Gods from the Airhead soundtrack, like I mentioned oh, shit. It before. All right. well. Yeah, so that's on your list too, I guess. But anyhow, but it's just funny because it's like Rob Zombie, like all of the like typical shit that he does is all just in this one song. Yeah. He's just like, hey, yeah. Like, I don't know what he says, but <laughs> yeah. any of the words. It's but, like a lot of gibberish. Yeah, but it's he does like the the deep growling, like, hey, yeah, sound all tough. And then has like the weird nasally, yeah. you know, whatever the hell he does. And, you know, I don't know. Just a kick-ass song. Yeah. Anyhow, like the drums are really cool. Yeah. And I think I, I almost like, because that's a soundtrack song. I think I almost like their soundtrack songs more than the album songs because like I'm like the, the weird one like that. But it's co- so like it's boogie. cool that you mentioned. So them. I'm your boogeyman. That covers on there. Well, I like the cover of not, it. I'm not gonna like, lie. I like that because especially you like Halloween and it's like it's the boogeyman's coming. It's got that oh, little sample yeah. on there and yep. then it kicks in. He's gonna get like, you. He's gonna get yeah, you. He's that got whole some thing. really weird auto like help. Like hell, a voice auto tune where it sounds really wobbly or something. Yeah, he's like auto tune the fuck out on there more than he usually is or something. I don't. Does he use vocal effects? Oh yeah, yeah. And that's just like really like. And I think when live, um, like that. Yeah, (laughs) I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I remember that video coming out and everything. And well, because I guess when the Crow Two came out. I remember renting that, and the music videos were, like, after the credits. Yeah. So I think there was a music video for that and something else, but I can't remember what it was. That one had some cool stuff on there. Like, I think the first soundtrack is awesome, but that one at least had... There was a Bush song on there, I remember. Yeah. And Hole did uh, Gold Dust Woman. I think the video for that was on there, too. There was, like, three videos or something like that. I think Filter had a song on the there. The good old days. Yeah. Did Filter have one on there? I can't remember. I'd have to see it again. Or, I mean, I'd, I've got the soundtrack yeah. over there. I just have to look at it, but that's a whole separate tangent. But, um, yeah, man, so. Yeah, like, good choice. Beat the gods. Well, thank you. Well, if you'd like to proceed with your number five, tell the fine folks at home. My number five is another one of those... Soundtracky songs. Hey, yeah. It's a uh, Rat Fink Suicide Tanks on Cannibal Girls from the Beavis and Butthead movie, yeah. and it's just cool. And then I think he even drew the little hallucination. Yeah, he did. Yeah, thing in the movie. I remember that. And it's like a weird, like trippy song, but it's kind of like I don't know. It's just kind of got a good groove to it because it sounds like one of those remixes. Because every yeah. single Rob Zombie or like White Zombie song. Had a remix, and right. it sounds like it would have been a remix of something. Yeah, yeah, that kind of got old to me. The remix thing, not yeah. that song. That song was cool, but um, didn't make my list. Yeah. Spoiler alert! But you already spoiled it by you gave away that "Feed the Gods" is on your list. Yeah. I could tell by that look on your face. Yeah, like, speaking of soundtracks, though, man, like I kind of like that whole like Beavis and Butthead. Like I like the Do America one more than. Uh, the experience one. Yeah. yeah. There was cool oddball, oddball stuff on there. I think it's got that love roller coaster from the Chili Peppers. Yeah. I hate the Chili Peppers, but... Um, I like that cover, Fuck though. those it's guys. Like weird, like another auto-tune kind of thing. It sounds like he's got some weird vocal effect 
I haven't oh, heard man. that in so long. That was for the five minutes that Dave Navarro was in the band, wasn't it? Yeah. And there's like an Ozzy Osbourne song on there that's only on there, like Walk on Water. Yeah, I remember that one. And then there's like Isaac Hayes doing that. Beefus and Butthead, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like the Shaft song, but it's like... <laughs> I don't remember that. I haven't heard any of that stuff in forever. Like, I, I watched Beavis and Butthead do America, like, God, probably been a few years back. I came across mm-hmm. it, like, on Netflix or something. and watched I watched it, it, like, a month ago, I Did think, you? just on some Sunday. I it's was still like, kind of entertaining. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's all right. And, uh, I mean, some of that stuff's just really dated. But, yeah, yeah. The, but the White Zombie song, that whole scene with the whole Rat Fink... Thing. I can't even remember the whole title. I always forget it, but but yeah. I think Suicide Tanks and Cannibal Girls. <laughs> I don't go. know. Who even knows what he says? I don't time. even know. Anyways. I wish I could make an entire career out of just like mumbling shit. <laughs> you know, maybe I will. Maybe that'll be my new thing. I'm going to start a new band where I just do ridiculous shit, you know? Yeah. And just see if it sticks, man. People band of fuck. Love it. Band of fuck. Just put it together, man. (laughs) (laughs) I've had so many bad band idea names, like name ideas or whatever the hell I just said. Like Cunt Hammer, that was was my metal band I was going to start like so many years ago and it just never came through. But everyone, I used to just talk and joke about it Mm -hmm. and people still that I used to talk and joke, because it was just something like a joke at work and... And, like, people will still just ask me questions like, hey, so when's the new Cunhammer coming out? <laughs> it's like, soon. But then I ended up finding that, like, years back, I found that there was actually, like, a death metal band from Texas named Cut- Cunhammer. <laughs> so they didn't blow up, though. They ended up not finding any success. So mm. thank God I would have had to have sued them <laughs> my fucking name. I had some dumb thought. Yesterday, I think, at some point in this weekend, I was doing laundry, and I threw some clothes in the dryer. And then when I went to pull them out, one of the things that I had in the dryer was a hoodie. And I grabbed it, and, like, I don't know if you've ever pulled stuff right out of the dryer, but the zipper was hot, and it almost, like, it almost scalded my hand. I'm like, man, that's a hot zipper. And then I thought, hot zipper would be a cool uh, hot zipper. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That sounds almost like it'd have to be like a punk, like a pop punk yeah. thing, like Blink 182-ish or like hot zipper. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to start a band and call it that. Hot zipper. Ladies and gentlemen, the hottest band in the world. <laughs> Pun intended. Though right, not man. nearly that funny. What is your fourth favorite? Fourth favorite? Opening track from uh, La Sexorcisto. Welcome to the planet, motherfucker, slash psychoholic slag. Awesome. Mostly just because, like, that song could just suck, but with a name like Welcome to the Planet, motherfucker, <laughs> I, I, it's, you know, I don't care. If Sticks would have just put a song out called Welcome to the Planet Motherfucker. I might have forgave them for every other fucking thing they put out, but <laughs> but White Zombie did it instead. And so yeah. You know, just a fun song. I mean, I don't know. That's one of those. Yeah. It's just I don't know. You can't really get too deep into these yeah. things. Like 
the white zombie Rob Zombie stuff. Yeah. Like, what are you going to say? Like, changed my life. You know, I was really heading down this dark path in my life. And, you know, I was thinking about harming myself. But then I listened to this song, Welcome to the Planet, Motherfucker. And it just really turned my life around, you know. <laughs> um, I started thinking about my grandma and what she would think if she saw the things I, w- I was doing with my life now. And I don't know. It was like a rainbow kind of just shot up out of the sky and touched me. <laughs> so <laughs> anyhow, point is, what the fuck are you going to do with this? You know, yeah. it's kind of like Motorhead, right? Like it's just rock and roll, you know, and it doesn't have to mean anything. So I, I did almost trick myself into crying, though, when I was telling that story. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I don't know. It's one of those <laughs> songs you can't, like, you can sing nonsense along with it, and that's what makes it fun, yeah. you know? And, just and like, every line in Motherfucker, and you're singing along with uh, Welcome to the Planet, Motherfucker. So, <laughs> anyhow. <laughs> How about your number four, Andrew? All right, my number four is one that... Uh, from the same album, La Sexorcisto. La Sexorcisto. La Sexorcisto. I don't know how you, how you say it, but it is Black Sunshine. Nice. That one, it it's so cool, and I think I like, I think I like it even more now than I did previously because yeah. it almost sounds like it's just a good driving song. Like the like guitarist in there just. Sound in your head when you're hearing this song, you're thinking like fucking driving fast, and it sounded to me like it kind of is like drag, like Dragula. Like he kind of did that like as more of a pop song later, right. but he started it here. And I like the Iggy Pop uh, <coughs> little like voiceover thing where he's like, "This is Black Sunshine." Right. He's doing some like deep thing, and I looked it up, and it's like, I guess Iggy Pop was a fan of the band, and he kind of uh, helped. Uh, get him signed to do that album. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense because he obviously is a fucking legend and why would he have been on such a early record of a band that, you know, was kind of nobody yeah. at that point. So, yeah, that makes sense. I didn't really know that. I knew he was on the track, obviously, but um, I guess I never thought that much about it. So Yeah, so I think he kind of helped him out before uh, that album and then maybe that was a thank you, like putting him on the... The song. Now I got that in my head. That is a great song. And it just it's got sounds that weird, like, like that guitar time. riff just sounds like, you know, you can kind of <coughs> picture somebody just driving and swerving and... Yeah, <laughs> like Death Proof, like the... Yeah. Like uh, Kurt Russell and Death Proof. Yeah. Like that song should be on the soundtrack. The whole scene with, uh, what's her name, that Zoe chick on the hood of the car and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know why. My brain just totally... Took off thinking about that movie. Yeah. Well, right. great song. I thought I wrote something else down. <coughs> oh, like listening to that song too, I started thinking about like how I was visualizing like driving and speeding around curves and shit. I started thinking like that song reminded me of like, I don't know if you've seen Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, but like there's that evil rock band. Like White Zombie reminds me of like a. Like that cartoony 
uh, evil little like river bottom nightmare band, and there's like an eel swimming around on stage in some tank, and then there's like I don't know creepy little. I mean, I remember seeing clips of that, but I in. I can't. I don't know. That's just what like white zombie songs kind of make me think of too. It's like that creepy evil animal band. Hmm. Well, they are hmm. a creepy evil band. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they act like animals too. I yeah. don't know. Well, segue into number three. My number three song is Real Solution Number Nine from Astro Creep 2000. Dang. Because I just really like the whole intro thing. Yeah. That whole little snippet with the burn an X in your head. Yeah. <laughs> I remember saying I was already dead. I'm already dead. Yeah. I'm already dead. No, actually it's that song is like his I think one of his catchiest without even being like necessarily a good song. Yeah, because you do get that stuck in your head. Yeah. Like yeah. You get up and burn an X. Yeah, and then just it kicks in with the whole bow, 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 you know. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know, it's like such a, it's again, like nonsense in a way. Like you think about, like you listen to it and you're like, what the fuck is he even saying? You know, <laughs> and then, but it's like, I don't know, I think that song just fucking grooves. Like something about it just makes you, I don't even dance. I've got, you know, no dancing ability and it makes me want to dance, so, you know. <laughs> cut through the bound, cut through the wire, whatever the he says. The motherfucker's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's another motherfucker right there. <laughs> you know, come on, come on, the motherfucker. <laughs> whatever he said. What's he say? Like, come on, come on, motherfucker, right now. Yeah. Cut through the bound and cut through the wire. I don't know. <laughs> Everything is either yeah or motherfucker. That's all you need. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, no, but yeah, I... uh that's always been one of my favorites, you know. I think it's such a cool fucking song because that's like another kind of unique moment on Astro Creep 2000, yeah. you know, with the, as many great songs as there are on that record. That one's just kind of unique in the sense that it's like, yeah. what? I'm already dead. I'm already <laughs> dead. I was thinking about this too. Like, 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 they were one of the first bands that I ever heard that used like movie samples, and I can't think of any other bands that really do that as much or make it their thing. But like, who would you even compare White Zombie to? Like, the only th- other band I can think of is maybe like Monster Magnet or something. Like, with the groove kind of. They are kind of unique. I mean, shit. Like, I can't think of who else they would sound like if you were trying to be like, what does White Zombie sound like? Yeah, they sound like White Zombie. Yeah. 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 Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hey, what does White Zombie sound like? Well, the singer kind of just sounds like, yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> come on, come on, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. All right. <laughs> Enough. Enough. You know, we need like video. We just, just that way people see that we're just idiots, and because they only hear that we're idiots, but they could at least see the alcohol that's fueling the idiotismness. I don't know if I need to be on screen. I probably don't either, especially since you know I can't seem to tame this beer gut these days. <laughs> Gotta handcuff myself to the fucking treadmill. Hey, dude, it's like pandemic weight, so. Uh, 
That's what it is. All right, man. I think we're on to your number three. My number three is also from Astro Creep, but not the same song. And I think it kind of goes, like, I think back in the day, like the late 90s and stuff, if something was, if a song was used on wrestling, then I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to listen to it. So this one wrestler used this song as my number three as his entrance music. It was El Phantasmo and the Chicken Run Blast Overama. Another weird fucking title that's all like, right. but like. You're just drawn towards all the weird shit. That song's kind of cool. And like, I don't know. I think it's more like just the music. It's got a good like groove to it. Yeah. So, But like, yeah. Don't have to sell me on it, man. I'm sold on the whole record. Like, yeah. honestly, anything from Astro Creep could be on here. Yeah, if you were like make a top make ten a list, I'd just be like, case. here you go. It's you already know, written on the back of the album for me. Yeah, uh, basically, like if you're gonna do like a top ten, it would have just been like Astro Creep, and then like maybe a, a two other a handful ones. from. I mean, yeah, it's there's a lot of good stuff in just a short, you know, couple records. I mean, so can't argue with you. I mean, that's the thing is like the, a lot of those later songs on that album grow on you with time and just become even cooler and cooler, you know? So, well, this isn't really too exciting because you already said it, but my number two is Black Sunshine. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, that's one thing I just thought of with the El Phantasmo is we were kind of saying that maybe the back half of Astro Creep might not be as good, but I think it actually is as strong... Maybe if not stronger, because it didn't make my list, but I like that Blood, Milk, and Sky song, because it's got, like... Yeah. It's really, really catchy. That almost made my list, but it didn't quite. And even, like, I don't like the remixes, but that one's kind of different, because it kind of slowed it uh, down and made it groovier. And then, yeah, you got More Human Than Human and El Phantasmo and, like, iZombie on the back half. So I think I think uh, the back half's as equal as, like, the front yeah. half. Yeah, I just think the back half grows on you more, whereas the front half was kind of the instant, like, you know what I mean? Like, every song on the it's front half. It's got the half, hard drive and riffs right. and shit. Every and then, one of the first, every song from the first half of Astro Creep could have been a single. Like, every fucking yeah. single one of them. But, yeah. The Sexy yeah. Sister didn't quite have that. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Uh, well, so move, you had so you had black sunshine. So like, sunshine's my number to, like, two. Because I just kind of talked over you. Sorry. No, it's fine. I tried to come up with something really smart ass to say, and then I just <laughs> I had nothing. Sunshine. I was trying to make some smart ass comment, and I drew a blank. I don't really have. I'm trying to think. Uh, you know, actually, you know what? First time I got, I I heard this song and got into it. I just remembered this. Before I bought Astro Creep 2000, because like I I talked about earlier, and I had borrowed the CD and blah, blah, blah. And I remember I was in, I think, Musicland in the mall. Mm -hmm. And they had the, I wonder if I still have it. I don't know. Somewhere around here, maybe. But I bought the Electric Head Part 2 single. There was like a oh, single yeah. for it, and it had uh, it had a remix of Black Sunshine. I don't remember what was different. It wasn't that different. Like it was, 
wasn't like something crazy where, you know, it was all off the wall and it was a pretty straightforward, like, I don't remember, maybe there was like an extended guitar solo or some shit, but, but it was weird because it wasn't even on this record. Like, it, you know what I mean? It's from yeah. the previous record, but for some reason they put that on this. I think there was like, there was a really long extended version, I think of more human than human, like a remix of electric head part mm-hmm. two plus the regular version and then for some reason a yeah a remix of uh black sunshine but so that was actually the first time i heard that song and then went back and you know bought this whole album and then a couple years later bought los exorcisto and yeah that's about as much of a story as i have about it but i guess i just kind of clicked with me i just remember the whole fucking thing like oh yeah so now i wonder if i still have that somewhere so it was kind of it was kind of cool, but I had a single like that uh that I wish I still had, and I don't think I do, but like it was one of the first things I bought, and it was like like Metallica had a single of i think it was uh, the memory of remains, but there was like fuel for fire on there, so it was fuel with different lyrics. Then they had something, it was like the Outlaw Torn, uh, but on the album of Load, they had to, like, fit, because CDs were 79 minutes and 59 seconds. And uh, the Outlaw Torn had a minute that they cut off, just, like, so it wouldn't go beyond the CD thing. And, like, hmm. uh, that, like, Metallica single had, like, that. They had the extra, like, minute of, like, whatever was at the end of the song, like, the extended, like, jam or whatever. So sorry for going off topic, but you made me wish I had that one too, because it just had some like. Sorry, I just had some. I had to turn and look because <laughs> I was like, man, normally I kind of check and make sure the yeah. thing's still recording, and we just got to going. And what if this whole time it wasn't recording and we just were fucking talking? <laughs> We'd have to go back and be yeah. like, all right, how do I make an attempt? It's talking about all of this again. And not like we just say a lot of motherfuckers. We just say motherfucker a bunch. An hour, motherfucker, motherfuckers on fire. Cut through the bone. (laughs) So are we on to your? Are we on your (laughs) number two? I don't know, man. We're like so all over the place. My number two though is how you said your number two was Black Sunshine, which Mm. I had. Well, Mm. my number two is Feed the Gods that you had, and I really, really like that because it's like that. Got that really fucking heavy, like pulverizing riff, and then it's, it's like heavy, yeah. Something about I don't know. What does it mean to feed the gods or something? Right. I don't know. It's just got some like I don't even know what that sample. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It just sounds cool. Like it sounded cool when I was like fifteen. Still sounds. Cool. Still sounds cool, and it's on like the greatest hits thing I have. Thanks. So. Oh yeah, I think I own that too. I done forgot about it. Hey, yeah. I don't know any of the yeah, lyrics. Yeah, and then I think that. of that, too. Like, I think of Super Beast. He did that, too. Hey, yeah, I'm the Super Beast. Hey, yeah, feed the gods. <laughs> hey, yeah, <laughs> he just, the he just makes the same song over and over again, but just flips something. That's all you need to do. I mean, it works for him, you know. Yeah. Nah, cool song, cool video. I feel like that was, like, them... 
kind of coming into what Astro Creep was going to be. Yeah, because um, that would have been between the albums. Yeah, but. like they found their uh, production style almost. And yeah. So you're never going to get like another the Sex or Sisto where it just sounds like a straight-up rock band with some yeah. dude almost rapping or something, whatever the hell, you know. So, Dude, like, did you go back and watch any of these music videos uh, that they had? Because this, so. like, um, a greatest hits thing I have, it's like Rob Zombie, Past, DVD. Present, and Future, and it's got some White Zombie songs, and then it's got some of the soundtrack cuts. Like, it's got... Um, I'm your boogeyman and the feed the gods, and then it's got some Rob Zombie stuff on there, and then it's got like a disc too that's got videos, and the Thunder Kiss '65 video like cracked me up <laughs> because like Rob Zombie like if you can picture this he's got like it looks like the band hasn't showered in like a month. Right. So his hair's all, like, in, like, braids or dreads or something. Yeah. He's got, like, ski goggles on the top of his head. Then he's got, like, checkered flag pants and, like, a jean jacket with patches, like, all over. So you can't even see the jean anymore because it's just patched up. Right. And, like, fishnet shirts or something. I was like, nobody else could really pull that off but Rob Zombie. Like, if I wore that, I don't know. It would just look <laughs> stupid. Well, and then he's like dancing around and yeah, in the desert, and somebody's got like a mask on from like a Mexican wrestler. <laughs> it's just like the I most remember weird it. Weird yeah. video. <laughs> All their shit was kind of weird. I mean, I guess that's what makes it, you know, unique. That's what makes him white zombie. Yeah. That's what makes him Rob Zombie. <laughs> I think he was cooler back then than he is now. So, anyhow. I've seen a meme now where it's like, uh. He's a heavy metal uh, macho man, Randy Savage, because he's basically got the jacket with like the tassels oh, yeah. and stuff. And <laughs> I wouldn't mind owning one of those jackets, though. Could you see me in like a leather jacket with uh, the fringe hanging down? That'd be kind of cool. I'm just standing yeah, here, yeah, like motherfucker, this. and just walking like that. Yeah. I don't know that. Now I'm picturing it, and I kind of feel stupid. Like I'm not even wearing it, and I feel dumb. <laughs> picturing myself wearing it. Oh, oh my man. god. All right. I tell you what, I'm going to move on to my number 1 because we got to be about done anyhow and yeah. not have that much more to talk about and I'm on the verge of needing to piss. And <laughs> I'm not quite there yet. I can last. But then I'm thinking about, you know, the brats I got on the smoker and how I probably need to go rotate them. Uh-huh. It's going to be a good time. I hope you uh I hope you feel like eating like, just a big fat fuck because there's two of us and I'm fixing ten brats and I've got a bunch <laughs> of chicken breasts. It's going to be like the competition like they usually have. Isn't that usually Memorial Day where they got the hot I don't dog know, eating competition? But you don't do that with your hands anymore. That looks so fucked up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right well, good thing there's no webcam thing. Oh, my God. What's your, what's your number my one? My number one, and I'm going to start by saying, to me, this is the ultimate white zombie song. Oh, shit. Then yours might be mine, then. Because lyrically... It just, I don't know, it just encompasses everything, you know what I mean, that is what White Zombie and Rob Zombie was about. Like, I think we got the same number one. Supercharger Heaven. Fuck yeah, dude. That is something I didn't really <laughs> care as much about before. Like, yeah. it didn't stand out because, but now listening to it, it's got the same thing as Black Sunshine, like that riff that's like, you just want to fucking like drive at like 90, 100 some miles an hour. 
and get like speeding tickets galore and yeah. lose my license? I don't know. Well, it's just, yeah. I mean, the riff is fucking killer. The fucking kick drum just coming in, you know, yeah. just, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And just the lyrics are fucking like the epitome yeah. of you see White Zombie. You see the band standing there. You see the artwork on this album. Yeah. And it just makes sense to write a fucking song where the hook just says, Devil Man, Devil Man, calling. And that's like the ultimate live song, too. Like, if you've seen them live. Half of our the call list and is response basically thing. the same thing. <laughs> I mean, you can't really argue with that one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can't be a white zombie fan and say you don't like that song. That's yeah. the one song I don't like. Yeah. Really? But And I always thought it was funny, too, because I remember the lyrics kind of creeping me out when I was a kid. Because, oh, what, with the devil man? Well, like the the verse, like the Jesus lived his life in a cheap motel on the end of Route 666. 666 I can't even fucking say it right. Um, I don't know. That's such a fucky, fucky, fucking ballsy <laughs> thing to write. Like, even if yeah. you don't believe in any, any of that shit, like most of his stuff really doesn't. Like, it's almost like a cartoon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's singing about like, I think he just takes lines from horror movies, the devil or and something, shit. And just kind of like yeah. misfits or something. It was the right. same thing. They just take horror movie shit and just kind of, yeah, put it to music or like B movies or whatever. I, I just feel like those lyrics for those verses are really, I don't know. Maybe more than those verses, you're talking about the lyrics. I really like the, uh, all of the samples, like there's something where somebody's talking in Latin, excommunicati gaudum. Yeah. It's all evil sounding. You know, yeah. there's like that Latin thing, and then it's like, this is not heresy, and, and I will, I will not. not recant. I think yeah. that's Christopher uh, Lee doing that part. Oh, yeah. I think it's not heresy, and I will not recant. Or what's the beginning part? There's something, it was like, I don't have a belief in the supernatural or oh uh, yeah, or I have a belief in the supernatural is real, and then it's like it's what is it? The supernat the supernatural isn't something that's supposed to happen. It just happens or yeah. something like that, and then it just I don't know, dude. Yeah. It's just like one of those things where I said there's a sample and it just kicks in. There's no way you can say you don't like that song. Yeah, unless you're you know scared, scared to yeah. indulge in the zombie. It was hard not to have Thunder Kiss because that's basically kind of like the same thing too, where it's like, it's a great it's song. It's got like that like super hooky guitar riff, but I think as a song with what White Zombie's about, this one just fit more with the, the samples, the riffs, the. I, I mean, know. I think like if I was gonna make a top ten list, this would have. You know, because there's a lot of stuff it was hard to leave off. Like Creature of the Wheel was hard to not have on there. Electric Head Part 2. That's when I like. It's like, and then I just said, up yours, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even Electric Head Part 1. I mean, the, the opening track yeah. is just fucking, oh, my God. Yeah. And then, like you mentioned earlier, like Blood, Milk, and Sky. But that's the thing that sucks is I feel like if I made a top ten list, like everything that I would have had off of Les Exorcisto was on my top five list and everything else just would have been from Astro Creep if I made a top ten. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it would be a little bit less interesting in a way. Yeah, one I would have, though, that we didn't mention yet 
uh, for say. like a top ten would be the one from Escape from L.A. Oh, yeah. That would actually probably be my number six or my honorable mention would be like that. I was gonna say I am Legend. That was one that. Yeah. On the back half of Les Exorcisto, that's kind of badass. That might make top ten, but I'm not sure. I think I'd have Thrust. Uh, that's that a good one, one too. Because it's kind of got some weird little Chinese and then it's like bam and it sounds like anthrax or something. It's I guess like the weird thing really with thrashy. the sex exorcist, like it's just a consistent listen. Yeah. But nothing really nothing it's no. It's good, but nothing really totally like blows your fucking out. mind. Yeah. yeah. Whereas this, this one, one yeah. is just Astro like, Creep, you're just like fucking like every song you're like, fuck! I forgot how good this was. <laughs> yeah. You know, like every time I listen to it, I'm I'm like that. I'm like, son of yeah. a bitch, man, this fucking album. I mean, and you're talking yeah. 25 years ago, 26 years ago, right? Or is yeah. my math terrible? <laughs> right? Yeah, 95? 95, so yeah, 26 yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, I remember when I bought that, I got it used from co-op. And like when I was a teenager, like my dad was in some bowling league with my grandpa. And they would go out of town to like weird like towns like i think maybe even effingham or something so they'd be bowling there for like a weekend or they'd be in like i don't know st charles missouri or something so like i didn't really have anything to do or i'm not bowling so i'd be playing like arcade games pumping in quarters in these smoky bowling alleys and like i remember specifically one of those bowling trips i just had like the whole entire weekend saturday sunday i had like I didn't have earbuds. I had the headphones with the CD Walkman. Yeah. And I'm just pumping quarters into, like, an arcade, like, Killing Time, and listening to that album, like, over and over and over and over over again. So it was probably the summer of 99, like, I think, like, I just fucking wore that CD out. Yeah, I mean, I just, like, now I can hear Electric Head Part 2 in my head, like, word for word. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. all going through. Like, we sit here and talk about it, and the songs just start going through my head to where it's like... Yeah. Even hard to fucking talk and process a thought, but that's also because I'm an idiot. It's kind of funny how that is the soundtrack to Smoky Bowling Alleys for me. Or <laughs> Smoke, yeah. Like no other band could even be that. Anyways. Most people like, would say Molly Hatchet or yeah. you know, like the old uh, yeah. Greg Allman solo stuff. I, I don't about, even want to go I into about a bowling that. alley anymore because it's not smoky. It's like, what's the what's the point of being in a yeah, bowling if alley? If I'm not going to wake up tomorrow with a sinus infection, I don't want to go to a bowling alley. <laughs> you know? I'm with you on that one. But, uh... Yeah! Andy yeah, and I, motherfuckers! Thanks for listening. We're going to go eat some food, some grill. We're going to go grill out on this fine Memorial Day and enjoy the weather, drink more beer, talk more shit off the microphone. Yeah. Which is probably a good idea because we don't need a record of everything that comes out of my mouth. That's for fucking sure. Thanks for listening and uh, go listen to some white zombie motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah.